guys and welcome back. So this week we're going to spend some time talking about hormonal birth control. And honestly, I'm very shocked that I have not made an episode on this yet because I do spend a lot of time talking about this on my Instagram. But I do want to make it very clear that this is not the podcast episode to tell you to come off of hormonal birth control, but rather I just kind of want you to be an educated consumer because Guys, we are not really told about the side effects of hormonal birth control and no one is actually sitting down and really talking to us about all of our options. Birth control is not the only option for preventing pregnancy. It is not the only option for managing period pain and managing conditions like endometriosis. And we as women deserve to know that. So before I keep going, I want to start off by saying that there is a time and a place for hormonal birth control. If you're somebody who is literally taking hormonal birth control for the sake of preventing pregnancy, you understand all the side effects, all your options, by all means, baby girl, you do you, okay? But if you're using it for other reasons, then it's really important to note that the hormones and hormonal birth control are not the same as our natural hormones. The estradiol or estrogen in hormonal birth control is not the same as our natural estrogen and the progestin in hormonal birth control is not the same as our natural progesterone. In fact, progestins are actually closer in structure to testosterone than progesterone. That is kind of a big deal, especially if you are a woman with PCOS and your doctor puts you on a progestin only birth control. If you are a babe with PCOS and you already struggle with high testosterone and high androgens, this could potentially make your symptoms worse. And this is why it's super important to make sure you are working with somebody who does have a good understanding of the different forms of hormonal birth control because they all work a little bit differently and not everyone's bodies are going to respond the same to them. Okay. I also want to make it very clear that hormonal birth control does not actually balance or regulate anything at all in the menstrual cycle. Birth control works by disrupting the communication between your brain and your ovaries to halt ovulation. When this happens, we're actually hijacking the endocrine system. Once you start interfering with the brain's communication with other organs, like this is going to impact more than one organ system in the body, right? This isn't just going to affect your periods, but it's definitely not going to regulate anything, okay? If you are shutting off a woman's natural cycle and then you are replacing them with a synthetic form of their natural hormones, they're not going to get the same benefits, okay? Especially because of the fact that the progestin in birth control is not going to provide you all the same benefits of progesterone, okay? Like I mentioned, it is not the same. But when we rob women of progesterone, we're not just robbing them from easier cycles, more optimal fertility. We're also robbing them from optimal mood and brain health and bone health and even thyroid health. You do have to have a healthy thyroid to make enough progesterone, but your progesterone also has an impact on your thyroid. So everything in your body is connected. And once we start to mess with things like our hormones, it's not just going to affect our uterus. It's not just going to affect our menstrual cycle. It's going to have have an effect on so many things. If you are a woman who struggles with a lot of anxiety in the second half of your cycle, like maybe the week before your period, you have a lot of anxiety. You're not sleeping well. Chances are you have low progesterone. And that's simply because the fact that progesterone actually has a very calming effect on the body. When we're getting in adequate amounts of progesterone, this actually helps to improve anxiety, to improve our sleep. 
But that's one of the reasons why a lot of women on hormonal birth control struggle with anxiety and depression. A lot of women that are on the pill don't really make the connection that their medication could actually be driving their anxiety and depression because most of these women have been on these medications for about half their lives, right? And most doctors truly believe this, you know, truly believe that birth control has no side effects. It's it's literally insane. Now, am I saying every single person that takes birth control is going to struggle with anxiety and depression? No. But if you have had anxiety and depression as long as you've been on birth control, it could potentially be playing a role, okay? So in terms of different forms of birth control, there are different options. So obviously there is the birth control pill. You guys have probably heard of the hormonal IUD, the copper IUD. Then there's going to be things like the NuvaRing, the Nexplanon, the patch, condoms, etc. I'm not going to go into all that, but those are the most common ones, right? So in terms of the copper IUD, most people have the idea or the conception that this does not impact hormones. However, Copper has an affinity for estrogen, so it can, in fact, still impact your hormones. A lot of women that have the copper IUD end up with pretty severely heavy and even painful periods. So if you are somebody that is wanting to switch to a copper IUD because it does not have hormones, just keep in mind that it still can have an effect on your hormones, especially if you have endometriosis. I don't think any doctor is going to put a woman with endometriosis on copper, at least a copper IUD. At least I hope they won't. But it is a big problem for people who already have estrogen dominance. It should kind of be contraindicated. Now, we can also perform the fertility awareness method. And honestly, I'm not really going to spend a lot of time going into that in today's episode. That's a topic for another day. But this is honestly something that I feel like most women should be taught, okay? We have literally been told um, that we're going to get pregnant every single day of the month, and that is just not true. We're really only fertile about six days out of our entire menstrual cycle. So if we were to actually take the time to become in tune with our cycle, learn about how long it is, when it starts, when we're ovulating, what a basal body temperature is, and how to track that every single day. Like This is how women are able to gain insight into their menstrual cycles, into their fertility, into their ovulation and their ability to make progesterone, which is crucial for managing conditions like endometriosis, improving period pain, and so, so, so much more. But we're not really taught about this. Why? I have no idea, but literally we're basically taught pregnancy is a plague. We need to avoid it at all costs. But guys, like we can still live our life, go about it, do our normal things, have fun, wink, wink, and still not conceive. Okay, there are ways around it. We just need somebody to sit down and explain to us. All right. Like I said, there's a way to do this, but I cannot go over that in today's episode just because we do not have the time. But I also do just want to remind you guys that because of the fact that birth control is not actually regulating anything, it's not balancing anything, and because it's not actually made up of our real natural hormones, you are not having a real period on birth control. Okay. This period bleed that you're experiencing once a month when you take your sugar pills is actually a withdrawal bleed that was actually pharmaceutically designed to create the illusion that you're having a menstrual cycle when you are in fact not, okay? You are withdrawing from the hormones that you're giving your body every other day of the month, okay? So that period bleed that you're experiencing is not a real period. Now, I've had some women ask me, 
hey, like, I know I'm on birth control, but I swear I feel like my body still goes through the phases of the menstrual cycle. Some women will say this. I will be the first person to tell you when I was on birth control, I really felt like my body fought back against birth control. I don't know if maybe I just wasn't taking the doses regularly enough or I wasn't taking them at the same time every day. I don't freaking know. But I literally felt like I was cycling on birth control the whole time I was on hormonal birth control. Like I literally had horrific period pain on birth control. Like for me, I don't know what happened. It just did not work. But when you are on hormonal birth control, you are actually being given the same dose of estradiol and progestin every single day. So you technically really shouldn't be going through the phases of the cycle. And also remember that these hormones are not actually our real hormones, okay? So everyone's experience with birth control is going to be a little bit different, but just wanted to kind of explain the signs of what actually is happening so that you guys know that like technically you guys aren't going to be cycling throughout the month another really important thing to know is that if you're on birth control and you feel like you have a hormonal imbalance and you go to the doctor and you get your labs drawn chances are your labs will be off because again these are not the same hormones okay and two like i said birth control works by shutting off our natural hormone production so a lot of times a woman get their birth control, I mean, get their labs drawn on birth control, their lab values will, will appear in menopausal ranges, okay? That is normal for a woman on birth control. Now, when it comes to figuring out what's going to be the best option for you, that's going to be between you and your medical provider, but again, weigh out your options. Typically, people will have less side effects on birth control like the IUD, but does that mean that women that get on the marina are not going to have any side effects at all? No. I know I had side effects on it. I know I had side effects coming off, but I know my side effects on it were much less than the side effects that I had on the oral contraceptive. I know I did not have any of like the mood impairing effects that I definitely had on, you know, Depo Provera and some of the other forms of birth control that I took over the years. So we talked about the fact that birth control can cause symptoms like anxiety and depression, but I also want to talk about some of the other gnarly side effects that are what make birth control kind of a problem in 2023 where most of us are already stressed the heck out. We're exposed to toxins every single where we turn. Our environment is completely full of endocrine disrupting chemicals that is hijacking your endocrine system. Most people are eating the standard American diet or whatever it's called, and it's just absolutely terrible. Okay. And yeah, we just have a lot of things that are working against us. And then throwing birth control into the mix is not helping. Okay. I was born in 1990 and I'm going to tell you what, I grew up on pop tarts and cereal and fake food. And I ate a lot of processed and packaged foods growing up. I joke with my mom all the time because we ate at McDonald's all the time as a child. That this is the reason that I have endometriosis. Definitely not true. Just just a running joke because, you know, you have to joke where you can when you're chronically ill. OK, uh, especially when nobody knows where the hell your disease came from and what to actually do with it. But that's besides the point. Let's keep moving. So let's talk about side effects. All right. So nutrient depletion is honestly probably one of the biggest things. Birth control is notorious for robbing the body of very important minerals like magnesium, zinc, B12, B6, 
selenium, the list goes on. And these are needed to support all of your hormones, support your thyroid, your progesterone, help reduce inflammation and help support all these physiological processes in our body. Our bodies need these vitamins and minerals. They are absolutely crucial. If you're wanting to come off birth control and you are super deficient in these vitamins and minerals, you will totally struggle when you're bouncing back, right? This is where people can experience a lot of the post-birth control um, syndrome symptoms like acne, hair loss. Sometimes people experience digestive issues. So this is where it's really important to make sure you're taking the time to prep your body prior to coming off, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a minute here. Birth control can also impact your digestion, okay? And I know I spend time talking about this on Instagram just simply because of the fact that it is definitely something that doesn't get talked about a lot. But I know I put a post up on this the on my Instagram the other week because it really is a problem. Um, there are several different ways birth control can impact digestion. And the first way that it can do this is by reducing stomach acid. I know you probably remember me talking about stomach acid in my gut health episode. If you did not listen to that podcast episode, please go back because birth control, like I mentioned, can wreck digestion. And if you have no idea where to start with improving your gut health, every single thing that you need to know is in that podcast episode. I believe it's like podcast episode two or three. So go back. Check it out. All right. But stomach acid is so, so, so important. Okay, if you do not have one of the most important tools needed to help break down and digest your food, ward off pathogens, keep the acidity of your stomach in check. You know, like you're going to struggle. This can lead to digestive issues like bloating and food sensitivities and even acne and undigested food in your stools. We need stomach acid, period. All right. Number two, birth control stresses out the heck out of your liver. Okay. And your liver is responsible for making bile. If you do not have enough bile, you have, you know, very slow motility in your gallbladder, you have gallbladder sludge, you have gallstones, like this can make it really, really difficult for you to digest and absorb your food. If your bile is not performing and flowing the way that it's supposed to, this can impact fat absorption, which can impact your blood sugar, which can lead to vitamin and mineral deficiencies like vitamin D because it is a fat soluble vitamin. All right. Every single day that you're taking hormonal birth control, your body is going to have to process it in your liver. Your liver is going to have to detoxify it from your body, okay? So it's definitely bogging down the liver in that way, but it can also play a big role in increasing our SHBG, our sex hormone binding globulin, a protein that's actually made by the liver, which can decrease testosterone. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of women on birth control also struggle with low testosterone and have low sex drive, okay? So again, birth control is definitely stressing out your liver, all right? Okay, all right. It can also lead to HPA axis dysfunction, all right? Women that are on birth control already have a dulled stress response, okay? So that basically means that your body is not responding to stress in the way that it should, and women on birth control have higher resting cortisol levels at baseline, okay? That is insane to think about. And that's one of the big reasons why you really want to focus on supporting stress and adding in minerals whenever you are bouncing back from hormonal birth control. There is some literature linking hormonal birth control to autoimmunity. So there's some literature showing that birth control can actually modulate the immune system. Okay, if you're taking a medication that can interfere with your immune system, this can definitely have an impact on your ability to develop autoimmunity, okay? 
especially if this drug is impacting your gut health, leading to intestinal permeability because this can lead to a plethora of health symptoms like joint pain, brain fog, fatigue, the list goes on, okay? So birth control can impact the body in a lot of different ways. And I think it's really important to note these more scary ways because these are typically the things that are not mentioned to us, right? Like, yes, we, we might know that birth control can cause a little bit of headaches, maybe a little bit of nausea, a little bit of some dryness down there. Some of us might gain a little bit of weight. Some of us might develop acne. Some of us might develop clear skin. It just depends on the person. Everyone's experience is going to be different, but we have to talk about the more serious side effects because these are the ones that are not getting mentioned. And these are the ones that are creating issues for women long-term. I cannot tell you how many women I've worked with that have tried to come off birth control and it's taken them six months or more to get their hormones back in an optimal spot after coming off of hormonal birth control. Some women will quit birth control and they'll immediately get pregnant or they'll immediately have their cycle back and they won't have any issues. But for most of the women I work with, that is not the case. And that is why it is really important to take the time to start prepping your body in advance because there are a lot of hormonal imbalances that can arise when you come off birth control. These are a little bit more common. So just note that like if you do come off, like this inevitably can happen, but most of these side effects are temporary and they can be improved with taking the time to fine tune your nutrition, work on reducing stress, work on optimizing your gut health, okay? The five most common hormonal imbalances to kind of be on the lookout for include androgen excess, estrogen dominance, low progesterone, low estrogen, and hypothyroidism, okay? And like I mentioned, often temporary, I actually created a whole masterclass on how to break up with hormonal birth control, and I spent some time going into each one of these individual hormonal imbalances and how to help your body bounce back, okay? Now, is every person going to have these imbalances? No, but in the event that you are struggling with acne or hair loss when you come off, I promise you these tips will help. I'm going to link this masterclass in the show notes below. It is only $15. And y'all, when I say there is so much information jam-packed into this PowerPoint, there is. Okay. And there's also a little live recording because I held this masterclass live. So I go into so much more than just the hormonal imbalances. I dive into ovulation, side effects of birth control and the different options in more detail. And then I spend some time going over how you can actually support your body during the transition off of hormonal birth control and how you can even work on optimizing your health while you're on birth control. If it's something that you can't really quit taking right now, which I totally understand, right? Not everyone is in a place where they can just come off of hormonal birth control. Like I understand people use birth control for several different reasons, you know, ranging from managing endometriosis to preventing pregnancy. And I get that. But I also do want you guys to know that there are things that you can do to help reduce the side effects that can come along with quitting birth control. If you take the time to prep your body beforehand. I typically recommend women start prepping their body at least 12 weeks prior to coming off just because of the fact that it does take some time. Okay. You know, like you're not going to just have balanced hormones overnight, right? Like it takes time and us being super consistent with our day-to-day actions, ranging from our stress management to how we're putting meals together to how we're dealing with our stress and our emotions, right? There's a lot of different factors to look at if that makes sense. So just be sure to give it some time. 
but healing is possible for you too, I promise. And if you're somebody that had super painful periods before you got on birth control, I know it can be like, oh my God, I want to come off. I want to start holistically supporting my body, but I am so freaking scared of getting back to a place where I have painful periods that leave me on the floor every single month. I've been there the first time I quit birth control, I quit cold turkey, and that is exactly what happened to me. But the second time that I came off birth control, the transition was so much easier. And it's because I took the time to educate myself, learn more about what birth control can do to my body and how to best support my body. And like I said, all the information you're going to need is either in this episode or the masterclass that I'm listing below. So be sure to check it out if you're in a place where you are wanting to come off so you can either start holistically managing your cycles or if you're in a place where you're ready to start preparing your body to conceive. Realistically, I always recommend for women who are trying to conceive to start preparing at least six months prior because ladies, it takes time. It takes a hundred days for a follicle to mature. Okay. So that means that the actions and like the positive actions that you're implementing today will be reflected in your cycle three months from now. That is how long it takes to start seeing those changes. Okay. So if you want to start working on supporting fertility you want to start acting now all right so in terms of some resources to learn a little bit more about birth control to learn a little bit more about the menstrual cycle and how you can naturally support your body and learn about the fertility awareness method then you're going to want to learn from some ladies like dr jolene brighton dr sarah hill and Nicole Jardim. So Dr. Jolene Bryan has a book called Beyond the Pill. And I know she's got another book that I cannot think of it right off the top of my head right now. Dr. Brighton, if you're listening, I apologize. She's not listening. It's fine. Um, but Nicole Jardim is a really awesome resource as well in the online space when it comes to women's health, hormones, period health. Dr. Laura Bryden wrote the Period Repair Manual. It is a phenomenal book that dives into natural treatment options for better hormones and better periods. I use this resource all the time, and I know this is one of the first period books that I bought to kind of learn a little bit more about the menstrual cycle. And then Dr. Sarah Hill's book, This Is Your Brain on Birth Control. Wow, wow, wee wow. This book was so eye-opening. It's insane. Now, if you are looking for a perspective on hormonal birth control that is non-biased and looks at birth control from a completely scientific aspect, right? Like this was written by a neuropsychologist who does a lot of research in psychology and mental health and how, you know, things like medications can impact our brain and impact our bodies. So be sure to check out that book if you haven't. It's an amazing read. So much good information in there and like your head will spin. I literally just it's so crazy when you learn about how birth control can actually affect the partners and mates that you select in life. Like when you learn about that, like it just I don't know, it makes you wonder so many things. But anyways, be sure to check out those ladies and their resources. I think almost all of them are on Instagram, so be sure to give them a follow. I'll link their information in the show notes below. But, you know, I feel like we covered a lot in this week's episode. I could literally talk about birth control forever, but I feel like we talked about the gist and talked about the most important things that I wanted to cover. So again, be sure to check out my Breakup with a Pill Masterclass that I'm linking below. So much info in here. 
And if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. Or if you're in a place where you're ready to come off birth control, you have already purchased my masterclass and you feel like you need a little bit more support on your journey, I am accepting clients in the month of August. So I'll also be linking my one-on-one coaching information below. So if you are interested in working with me, then let's set up a call and chat about your goals. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode and we will see you guys next time. Oh, 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 oh